Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I want to talk about a film that I recently saw. Um, It's the 2020 uh, comedy thriller film, as it's described, uh, Promising Young Woman, it's called, the film. Uh, It stars um, Carrie Mulligan as um, the character of uh, Cassie Thomas, who is a 30-year-old medical school dropout uh, living with her parents, who uh, years uh, earlier um, helped her um, fellow classmate, uh, Nina Fisher, uh, following um, a very uh, traumatic um, experience when she was raped by their fellow classmate, medical uh, school um, classmate, uh, by the name of Al Munro. Um, However, uh, even though at the time uh, Nina um, made it quite clear that uh, what had happened, uh, unfortunately there was no investigation by the school or the legal system. and the only person who believed Nina uh, was her friend Cassie Thomas, played by uh, Carrie Mulligan. And um, this, the experience of having, of uh, helping her friend through this traumatic uh, experience of being being raped, uh, scarred um, Cassie, uh, who's name is Cassandra Thomas but she's called Cassie um, by her friends and it really did scar her um, and unfortunately uh, Nina um, it, it's alluded that she she ended up committing suicide because she was um, no one believed her apart from Cassie and um, it uh, was more or less just brushed under the carpet and it was just uh, the excuses were given that it happens um, even by medical school um, it just explained that you know women make these uh, accusations and they're unfounded or they throw themselves at men or or such and such and um Ugh, you know, I'll, I'm so glad I watched the film because it was. It, there were times where it was uncomfortable, but I really felt for the, the character of um, of Cassie um, Thomas, Carrie Mulligan's character, uh, and the way that she was just trying to do the best that she could to avenge her um, her friend. And what she'd been through, and in 
and how she does this at first is she tries to um, to show uh, men, some men, um, how um, disgusting and how they can uh, some men take advantage of women um, when they appear to be um, either intoxicated or um, at a, at a point where they're vulnerable, they don't know what's going on. And uh, a couple of occasions, a few occasions throughout the film, where Cassie uh, goes to a, a club um, and uh, she looks as if she's uh, had too much to drink. Uh, she's she's dressed um, uh, in such a way that she she thinks may attract men to her. Uh, certain men um, and uh, lo and behold um, men go over to her they believe she's uh, as I say she's um, un, you know not in, able to, to speak properly not able to walk and uh, as a result some of these men they uh, want to try and take her back to their uh their apartments um, and take advantage of the fact that she uh, isn't in her um, doesn't have all her uh, um, senses um, uh, and uh, yeah it, and but and then she gets to a point where they start to abuse her um, but uh, what they don't know is that the entire time that she was uh, that she appeared to be inebriated that uh, she was just faking and she she uh, breaks out of her performance and she she basically confronts them and says you are you know I'm I'm okay you you haven't uh, one you're not going to do anything to me even though they do try they do try to physically uh, sexually abuse her because uh, as I say they take advantage try and take advantage of her and um, she basically says to them this is you know you are the scum of the earth basically you are uh, horrible and this is because this is what happened to her friend this is what happened to Nina Fisher um, some years before and um, this is what she wants to show men some men that you can't just take advantage of women when they're in a uh, just because they're drunk or just because um, you know they they dress in a certain way does that doesn't excuse any actions of any any man or any woman anybody to take advantage of anybody else when they are in a moment where or, or experiencing uh, a time when they are not um, in control of all their faculties and that's why I think it's incredibly uh, uh, a powerful depiction of this and I'm, I'm really uh, really impressed with the way that um, both Carrie Mulligan played um, the character of Cassie Thomas um, and director uh, Emerald um, Fennell um, who uh, 
she's a, an actress as well as a director. Um, she's uh, she's been in the um, the BBC One period drama called The Midwife, um, as well as uh, the Netflix period drama The Crown. Um, she uh, was the the showrunner for the uh, BBC America series uh, Killing Eve. Um, she's a great uh, great director, um, uh, English uh, director and actress and writer. And she both um, wrote and um, directed a Promising Young Woman. She also uh, appears in a in a brief clip. Um, uh, on a YouTube video that uh, um, the character of uh, um, Cassie is watching at one point. But, um, yeah, as I was saying, uh, incredible, incredibly powerful depiction of uh, how um, how it goes with some, some men, how they talk about some women, um, how they, they think about some women, how they... Uh, um, and it's disgusting to watch uh, from the perspective of, of a man. I've never uh, had any of those uh, conversations myself. Um, I've never had any of those thoughts about taking advantage of anyone like that in my life. Um, so it's very uncomfortable to watch these men have these conversations. But uh, And that's why when Cassie... Uh, confronts them and uh, shows that she's fully aware of what's going on and it's very powerful and um, but Cassie as well as doing this to get back at these these men who uh, attempting to do to her what they um, what was done to her friend Nina Fisher earlier um, she she also attempting to uh, seek revenge against the the perpetrator the person who raped her friend um and uh it's and she's she she uh she knows who it was um uh al monroe uh who's played by uh chris uh uh lowell um and uh it's um it's it's the progression that uh, Cassie takes to to find him because he she discovers that he's gonna get he's due to get married um, and uh, yeah she continues to expose men certain men for how they um, they think about women and how they treat women. Um, and while she's working at her workplace, uh, at uh, the coffee shop where she works, uh, she comes into contact with a former classmate of hers, uh, by the name of, uh, Ryan Cooper, um, uh, played by, uh, Bo Burnham, and, um, he comes in and, uh, he, at first he is a bit disparaging about the fact that she's now working at a coffee shop, because um, she used to be at medical school and she could have been a doctor by now and he's a, a pediatrician uh, so he's a, he downplays her her job um, and uh, 
uh, he then he asks Sarah on a date, surprisingly, um, and he's and he apologizes, and then he says, "Look, if you want, you can just uh, you can spit in my coffee for all, you know if if you uh, to to make up for my for him being um, so rude, and she does." Need, um, Cassie spits in his coffee and he drinks it disgustingly but he drinks it and um, they get start to get a bit closer and uh, um, they start to um, show feelings for one another um, but uh, and of course this is going to be spoilers if you haven't seen the film a promising young woman then um, probably best to pause this or turn it off um, before you listen to the rest because um, Ryan was uh, he was there when um, Cassie's friend Nina was raped and it uh, a video uh, emerges um, that was uh, recorded on a, a mobile phone. At the time when uh, Nina was raped, someone was filming the horrific uh, incident when uh, several men, several people were in, were in, the, um, were in the room. And um, Cassie uh, sets up... Um, Another former medical school classmate of theirs by the name of Madison McPhee, who's played by uh, Alison Brie, uh, tries to set her up in and uh, get her intoxicated um, and make her believe that she may have had an encounter with this strange man. Um, and he may have done something to her, but um, eventually uh, Cassie reveals that nothing happened. But... Um, Madison McPhee, Playboy Alison Brie, uh, believes this that something may have happened, so she gets in contact with Cassie. Um, she asks whether this happened, and see, Cassie is just trying to get to the bottom of who knew what about Nina, and uh, she wants to know why nothing was done about about her her rape. Um, she even goes back to her old medical school. And she confronts um, uh, the dean there, Dean Elizabeth Walker, uh, who's played by Connie Britton. Uh, she takes uh, Dean Walker's um, daughter and takes her to a uh, a diner where she's led to believe that she's going to meet this band because Cassie's uh, attempting to... Uh, to portray herself as this makeup artist for this band, uh, that there's going to be a music video, but she's only doing this to get her away from, um, out of contact from her mother, Dean Elizabeth Walker, and um, so that Connie, uh, so that Cassie can go to speak to um, Dean Walker, um, to basically ask her what happened with Nina. Um, and uh, why was there no further investigation and um, because she's just trying to, to push and just get even further 
and even closer to the to the truth of what happened and um and she does and uh, eventually she gets as i say she gets hold of this footage um that uh madison mcphee um gives to her on one of her old mobile phones that she had because uh, the the video uh that was filmed of um nina's rape that was going around and it was defined as funny by people at medical school um of course cassie is disgusting it is it is absolutely disgusting uh, you don't they don't show the video at all um but you hear it and uh yeah it's a horrible thought that that could happen to anybody um and um and slow slowly but surely cassie learns more of what happened she gets she sees the video and um she uh, but while this is happening she's getting closer to ryan cooper um and uh, he even comes around to her house to visit, to have dinner with her parents and um it's, it's alluded that cassie went for a very bad time after nina's death um after she dropped out of medical school to try and look after nina um and her pet she recently moved back with her parents so she could get over try and get over what happened um but it it becomes more apparent after uh cassie watches this video of uh, nina's rape that um ryan cooper who's now her boyfriend uh actually even says that she loves and he says that he loves her um he was there at the, that time and cassie um goes to confront ryan and uh because ryan uh is still friends with al monroe who was the one who raped um nina uh, as i said he's due to get married um and uh, ryan is going to be in attendance at his wedding and Cassie wants to know where he's going to get married, um, where he's going to be married, because she's planning to get back at him and to to make him pay in some way for the death of Nina. And this is this is what she she wants to do. She wants to <clears throat> excuse me, avenge her her best friend's death, rape, uh, abuse. Um, so. She finds her way to the uh, the cabin where um, this Al Monroe is having his bachelor party. She dresses up as if she uh, in a a nurse's outfit, as if she's uh, going to become a stripper at the party. Um, she gives uh, alcohol, great uh, great quantities of alcohol, to those at attendance at the at the bachelor party. Um, and, uh, she takes Al Monroe to his bedroom in the cabin there, and, uh, she, uh, puts handcuffs on him, and, uh, puts him, uh, handcuffs him to the, uh, the, the bed, and this is when 
she reveals who she is uh, and why she's there. She reveals to him that there was a video of the incident, of the rape, um, and that Cassie suffered psychologically, um, so much so that she couldn't take it. In fact, she took her own life, and uh, and that Cassie's there to seek revenge and to, to meet out revenge. Uh, but unfortunately for Cassie, um, Al Monroe breaks free of one of the um, the handcuffs and uh, um, while uh, Cassie's on top of him she's about to carve Nina's name into Al um, but Al breaks free he gets a, a pillow and he smothers her to death and it's an incredibly uh, uh, uncomfortable scene to watch because he's such a loser, this Al Monroe. He's, he was, he's an abuser. Uh, and even though he's, he, you know, been to university and he, medical school, he's still a disgusting human being who treated Nina. He treats, obviously, treats other women um, like they're, you know, something to be taken advantage of. Like a, a lot of. Uh, despicable men do uh, I'm sure there are some women who do that but um, a lot of men that do 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 what um, is portrayed in the film to do uh, which is un unbelievable and disgusting um, uh, but as I say yeah so Al Monroe eventually smothers uh, Cassie uh, and she she lies dead in his bed while he's still uh, he's still locked into one of the handcuffs on the bed, and it's not until the morning um, that uh, uh, his friend, uh, who's at the bachelor party, comes to to check on him because everyone was uh, uh, under the uh, the opinion that. Al was potentially going to uh, sleep with uh, with Cassie because she that's the, that was the opinion of everybody there and uh, yeah his friend uh, Al's friend Joe uh, Macklemore the third who's played by Max Greenfield comes in he sees Nina uh, sees Cassie there sorry dead but eventually but immediately he thinks. Uh, that she's just asleep, that um, Al had uh, slept with her, and it was a, uh, you know, they'd, he'd taken advantage of her. But Al reveals that Cassie's in fact dead, and that, he, that the pillow that, that she was smothered with is still on her face. She's still dressed in the, the nurse's outfit, of course. And so... Being a good friend, uh, Joe says to Al, don't worry about it, we'll get rid of her body, don't worry about it, no one will know, no one will know that she stayed the night, we'll just get rid of her. And they do, they they take her body, they take Cassie's body, take it out to uh, to the to the woods there, out to the, uh, the open, and um, they burn her body. And... Uh, 
she is wearing a um, a necklace, gold necklace, and on one side of it, it was a, it's like a broken heart necklace. One side of it, it had her name, Cassie, and then the other side, it had uh, Nina's name. Um, and uh, her body's burnt uh, to ash, but her the Cassie, uh, the uh, the Nina side of the the broken heart um, still remains. And she eventually sends her the, the her name, her side, her half of the heart, um, to uh, her friend and her uh, um, uh, who she works at the, um, the the coffee shop with. Um, and but and so Al Monroe just goes on with his life uh he goes on with his marriage um but of course because of uh, cassie's disappearance her parents um uh played by um uh, clancy brown who plays her father stanley thomas and uh jennifer coolidge who plays susan thomas uh, cassie's mother they call the police saying that she's missing um the police go to visit uh, ryan cooper um, uh, who uh, Cassie uh, had confronted, of course, about uh, the death, the rape of Nina, and uh, and what he knew about Al Monroe, and uh, he doesn't tell the police anything. It doesn't say where he believes that uh, Cassie may have gone to, even though he knew that Cassie was going to go and see Al Monroe to confront him about Nina's rape. Um, uh, and yeah, he he just he covers up for Al, but um, the the last bit of revenge that uh, um, Cassie was able to meet out, as she said that she was going to do, was that she sent um, the footage on the phone of the rape of um, her friend Nina uh, to a. Um, to a, a lawyer at the time that I think defended Al Monroe at the time, back when the allegations were were made against him about uh, the rape of Nina. Um, and uh, the lawyers, played by Jordan Green, uh, played by Alfred Molina. And um, she he gets sent the, the footage with a note from, um, from Cassie. Uh, after her death, um, and uh, uh, Cassie sends uh, her half of the the broken heart necklace uh, to her um, to her friend and co-worker um, Gail, who's played by Laverne Cox, um, and she also sends she had these scheduled messages arranged to be sent to Ryan Cooper um, because she knew what he was going to do. She knew that he would cover up for Al Monroe. He knew, she knew that he would be at the wedding. And she sends all these messages set, telling him what's going to happen. Um, and, uh, and eventually the, the police are alerted by... Um, uh, 
Jordan Green, played by Alfred Molina, um, and they go to uh, Almond Rose Wedding, and they uh, they arrest him because um, they obviously have evidence that he raped Nina, um, and uh, and Joe Macklemore, the one who's played by Max Greenfield, he runs away the wedding because he obviously knows that he's going to be. Um, his co-board as well, and because uh, he was involved in the, 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 the not the murder of uh, of Cassie, but um, he helped cover it up. He helped burn her body, and um, and yeah, at the end of the film, um, we 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 focus on um, the burnt remains of Cassie. When they are uh, found by one of the the police dogs, um, and the the necklace that she was wearing, the gold necklace that has uh, Nina's name, is still there because it didn't burn because it was metal. Um, and uh, we also centre as well on the scheduled text messages that Cassie sent to Ryan, um, signed off by her and uh, Nina's names and um and yeah and that's the end of the film and uh yeah i have to say as as i said it was it was a, it was disturbing and sad um but it needs to be like that and the fact that cassie had to die to meet out revenge and bring those to justice for uh, Nina's rape the fact that she went to that those lengths shows how um, how obsessed and how uh, how much she loved her friend Nina and how much she wanted justice and I think that's what it's all about this film um, it it's it's a it's a definitely a thriller and and it's about revenge but mostly to be honest i think more more than anything it's not about revenge it's about justice about meeting out your own justice on people uh who need to be brought to justice who get away with things doing things um and the recollections when uh cassie goes to talk to certain people who were at medical school and they ask them about what happened with Nina and their recollections are disturbingly um you know not there they 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 have no recollection of or if they do have a recollection it's as if they've forgotten about it they've forgotten about the incident they've forgotten about Kat, uh, Nina's rape and uh that's what disturbs her as well is the fact that people can just move on from something like that when Whereas uh, Nina never moved on from being raped. Um, and Cassie speaks of Nina like what, she was exactly the same person as she was in medical school as she was when she was four years old. She never changed. She was very innocent. But after, the, after she was raped uh, by Al Monroe, she changed. And uh, Cassie saw this and she... she um, was saddened by this and that's why she she left medical school to look after Nina and um, this left a profound effect on her and she wanted to 
meet out revenge. She wanted to expose men for their uh, disgusting attitudes and the way that they would treat a woman who appears to be uh, inebriated um, and intoxicated and seemingly, um, you know, trying to... Uh, no, oh, yeah, that's that was... And when, when she... That these guys, they take her home and they think they're going to have their way with her and she just... It's like she just flicks a switch and she just comes out of her inebriated state, which is all a, uh, a ploy to expose them. It's really satisfying for her to, to watch her do that and to say to these these men, "You're you're taking advantage of me. You were just gonna just while I was just out for the out um, and in, unconscious, you were just gonna abuse me." And uh, it really does expose the attitudes of some men. And how they can be so despicable. And as a man watching the film, I was absolutely... I was watching it thinking, you... I was looking at these these characters and thinking, you are absolutely disgusting. Um, but it, and it, it happens every day. Poor um, women get abused, taken advantage of, raped. And they take their own lives... Um, because some they're not believed all the time, and that's why I think it's uh, it's a great film um, that really exposes how um, how certain victims of of rape are not listened to, and uh, how certain people can get away with abuse when they should be, you know, pulled in front of the and get taken to justice and um yeah carrie mulligan's uh, character of cassie um thomas goes to great lengths to to bring the the abuser of her friend to, to justice and and she she succeeds in the end but she uh she had to it cost her in her life in the end uh which is sad um but yeah, really great and powerful film, I must say. And I'm so glad that I watched it. Um, and uh, I think it's gonna um, it's gonna have an impact with a lot of people. I think, uh, even if it hasn't done already, because it's um, it's definitely something that happens very too often, and attitudes uh, need to change and. Um, yeah, it's a great film. But, uh, yeah, so that's my review of it, of uh, Promising Young Woman. Um, and I think any everyone should watch it. And uh, if anybody knows of anybody who's done something similar, who's, who's taken advantage, who was even thinking about taking advantage of someone um, in an inebriated state, or that then they should just think about whether they're they're going to do and just look at themselves in the mirror and think why why would you want to be an abusive disgusting person like that if you can't you know why why would you do that what kind of person does that you know a horrible disgusting person does that but great film fantastic film uh really worth uh watching and um 
yeah, if you haven't seen the film, then uh, definitely check it out. Um, it's uh, uh, it's yeah, really great film. Um, so definitely check it out if you can, wherever you can. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, I just want to say thank you for listening. I uh, uh, hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon